Is, is this okay. the show? This is the show, as far as I can tell. Oh, it's the nice. show. Oh, excellent. Excellent. So, That's good. I feel like an old, crotchety old person now. You are an old, crotchety old person. <laughs> Confirmed. There's all this shit coming out. And it's like, man, I don't know. I don't need more stuff right now. Stop coming out with all the stuff. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. Well, that's a, that sounds like a Lex problem. <laughs> um, I, are, you, are you one of the people... So I'm curious. I was just listening. Uh, a couple of my friends were talking on, uh, on, on Twitter. That's what we call it, Twitter. Uh, about iTunes and how annoyed they are with iTunes. And this is not specific to iTunes. I know everybody's got their annoyances with iTunes. But do you feel like there's an inflection point where you do just kick... Like when, when people update software and stuff, like... I used to get excited, oh. and now I definitely now you're just am like, like oh, they changed all this stuff that I, I knew how to use. It. With my and stuff. then I worry I'm becoming like my dad, and like I won't know how to do anything <laughs> on the computer anymore. <laughs> so like Tweetbot updates, and instantly I'm going to start trying to peek and poke everything, and then it didn't work with their their first uh, their their latest version, Tweetbot 4.0. Is that what it is? Like it didn't support peek and poke. Yeah, but it does now. And now like yeah, Wednesday yeah, right. came 4. out 4.01 yeah, or something came out with that support, and so like I saw that that was the update, and like yes. I'm peeking and poking everything, and I am. Um, uh, but like, I don't know. But yes, there are many times when it's if if it's like, hey, it's exactly the same, but everything looks different. It's like, why did you do that? Why did you, why did you change things? So I, I understand the feeling, but I agree with you. You have this this competition inside you where I have to make sure that I don't become Dan Warren's dad. <laughs> well, I mean, that presents some sort of temporal causality problems, also. So. I may actually be Dan Moore instead. <laughs> um, doing the math slowly, carry the three, four. It's possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think it's possible. It's um, not likely, but it's actually, possible. But, I mean, so you're, so, so you're unexcited by the rote of products that Apple has, has displayed in its magnificence I, I mean, I don't this know. past week. So uh, what's the problem? Uh, uh, well, okay. You were, you were not talking about Apple specifically uh, no, just in, now. In you were talking about oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, um, <laughs> I, I was not. I thought we were talking about generally. Tweetbot, right, no, no, but okay, no, no. in general, ahead. we're yeah. all over the place yeah. today. Well, yeah, we just started. But so, like, I mean, I don't even know what 4K is versus a Retina <laughs> display. How many Retinas do I yeah. have? How many dots can I see? And now there's a 5K. Right, I don't even know what 5K is. Between. Like, can I see it? Okay. I can't see okay. it. if it's okay. Retina display. Right. Then I can't Lex, see a difference. Let's let's break it down for you. Um, there are 4Ks per Retina. Okay, so and you have two retinas, okay. so that's eight Ks. Oh my God, this is an eight K Mac now, <laughs> um, and that's equivalent to a twenty carat diamond. <laughs> but no, I mean, there's honestly with, with the way my eyes are now, there's no way my eyes are four K. <laughs> Your eyes are maybe half a K tops. Yeah, I, right. There's, that's absolutely what's incredible to me. I should stop. Your buying eyes are things in J. In, I should You're stop not, buying things in HD. Yet. You know, this week. Apple comes out with a bunch of, you know, there's the new, uh, there's the Magic Trackpad 2, the Magic Mouse 2, the Magic <laughs> Keyboard, and a 4K iMac and a 5K iMac. Don't you enjoy on one side the, like, 4K, 5K that sounds really technical, on the other side, Magic. <laughs> and then none of them are on the main slider on Apple.com right now. Wow. Um, they, they just well, forgot. Well, to okay, but that. they didn't have a. They also didn't have an event. Right. right. I mean, Jim down like... in IT is like, oh yeah, I was going to get to that. No, it's, but it's like, I was it's busy iPhone, playing iPad, Watch and TV, and that's like that's the things they want you to think about. 
Well, I mean, that makes sense sure. to me because, yeah. like, you know, who, I mean, there are probably some people, maybe ourselves included, who would be pretty psyched to get, like, a magic trackpad under the Christmas tree or menorah. Um, but I feel like a lot <laughs> of the kids today. You do that. So you got to be careful. <laughs> no, you use it. You support the menorah with the magic oh, trackpad. Oh, I see. It's a base. Uh, the magic trackpad, incidentally, has a charge that lasts a month, which is a miracle, much like your menorah. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. <clears throat> so I, I think that it's, you know, those the rest of those are more consumer products. Their people are more likely to buy as gifts. I don't think the stuff they announced this week, that's stuff that you're like, yeah. it feels more work productivity oriented than like, buy this for the holiday season. Are either of you the slightest bit interested in either of those devices? The, the, yeah. the magic, the magic devices? Yeah, I am. Really? I want, uh, the magic trackpad, I think is, is okay. intriguing to me because I really love my current magic trackpad. Um, and I'm intrigued to see if they have improved on that. Plus, I, I do like – I have one of those old – do you remember when Apple sold rechargeable batteries? Yeah. Do they yeah, not do that? One. They don't do that anymore? I don't know if they do, but I still have one because I've got a keyboard and a trackpad okay, that this require those AA this batteries. But they're, they've slow, – I mean I've had this for probably like – four or five years so they're they're dying like they you know they they don't retain a charge the way they used to so having uh rechargeable versions of those is actually pretty attractive i no i agree with that i so i haven't had an issue with recharging stuff um because i've been using when i use the external keyboard it's it's a solar keyboard and like the logitech Logitech sells them they're not any more expensive than anything else (laughs) I bet you have an artificial sun in your house, too. This uses your ambient room light. Like, I never do anything to give that extra attention. My, the lights are off in my office right now. Um, what if your keyboard stops working? Yeah, right. Yeah, it warns you far in advance. Wah, wah. But I don't know. So, but I think that what they're doing with the battery technology is cool. Using the lightning cable, I think, is cool. Uh, you know, people were complaining that the uh, when you plug in the mouse, you can no longer use the mouse. But then somebody else pointed out, I think it was Matt Panzerino pointed out on Twitter that... Uh, it charges them like yeah, two, two minutes, minutes or something. Gives you yeah. a day's worth of views. So. That's yeah. awesome. That, <laughs> so is, that is super up. cool. They do still. They do still. Still. They, they, they do the battery charger is still there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I thought I, those accessories thing look cool. I kind of was annoyed. Like, um, I don't know. I, I feel like I've been complaining about Apple's pricing too much recently. But I like when Apple puts out products and they cost the same or less than they used to. And these things are like, well, it's b- fancier, better technology, so we're going to yeah. charge more. It's like, all right, but I have a trackpad. And like when you look at what you can do, yeah. I had a force touch trackpad for several weeks before I returned that laptop. And <laughs> uh, it was awesome. But like the things you can do with force touch <laughs> are not as limited. impressive as what you can do with 3D touch. Well, and do you think that having the trackpad might change that because previously developers who want to write stuff and, and test it had to buy an entirely new laptop, which is a little bit more of an involved purchase than, say, buying a new phone or iPad? I don't know. Because, like, you can't put anything behind those four touches that you can't also – and why are they called different things on the different – anyway. Yeah, that's uh, – You a... can't do anything <laughs> with those that you can't also allow people to do some other way, right? Like, on the iPhone 6, if somebody sends you a live photo, if you – touch and hold on it you get the animation for the live photo where on the 6s you have to force that or 3d touch to make it happen clearly you don't actually need to 3d touch to make it happen this is what they chose to do on the well yeah but you the preview the you know peak and pop and quick action menus like there is no other way to do those other than cumbersome like multiple taps right 
But so, so there is there is additional feature true. and functionality. Yeah, and there's stuff true. you could do. I feel like maybe they just haven't committed to it because you know, it's so it's not possible. very widespread as well as hardware goes right now. I feel like Apple hasn't really committed to here's all the cool things you can do. Maybe next year once they you know have sort of rolled this stuff out, maybe you know the next version of OS 10 will in- integrate that more deeply. You also get feedback. That's true. Yeah, you do. Yeah. What the hell is 5K? <laughs> <laughs> like when you go okay, when so you go to the, the iMac 4K page, page hang on one second when you go to the iMac page it's like this one has a retina 4K display and this one has a 5K model and nowhere on the page do they explain what that means and I know a okay. lot about computers I've heard 4K thrown I get that it's 4,000 lines or something I don't know but like yeah. they don't explain why do you actually give a shit that it's 5K so the market is yeah, only it really is just the number of lines it's the number of lines of horizontal resolution right. which is weird because it's actually the other direction from like remember 1080 and 720 right. Like those are, I think, vertical resolution. It's even weirder. Like that's it's it's weird because they went from measuring like how tall the image is to how wide it is, which is super confusing. But basically, it's just they should. I mean, I don't know. I kind of agree with you. I think they should call them all HD. The problem is just their buzzwords, right? Yeah. Like everyone wants to talk about 4K <laughs> this and 4K that right yeah. now, and right. so 5K makes it sound like we're super awesome because we have an ex- whole extra K here. <laughs> but it doesn't I'm surprised. They, I'm surprised really they don't have their own name for it. I mean, the retina thing is clearly the closest, and I feel like maybe they should have yeah. just gone with that. But Retina plus. Yeah. You know? Retina S. And then, yeah, 4K would be retina plus, and then, yeah, 5K would be retina S Retina plus. S plus. Yeah. yeah. No, I think we've solved that problem right here. I kind of like how they also they have a compare with the original iMac. Yeah. <laughs> Look how far it's we've like, gone as the yeah, passage like, of time. Like, if you still own an original iMac, now might time be the time to upgrade. To upgrade. <laughs> this is substantially uh, uh, better. I have questions. Is the new iMac available in Bondi Blue? Because if not, right. you ain't get my money. <laughs> yeah, right. Bondi Blue or get the fuck out. <laughs> um, so... I don't know. I, I don't have any Macs right now with, with Retina displays, and that's kind of the reason that this is appealing to me. But it's also, I don't know, it's a lot of money to drop I have on a Mac with a Retina display, and then I couldn't remember when these new iMacs came out. I couldn't remember if my iMac has a Retina display. And here's a fun fact. I still don't know. <laughs> and I was looking at the screens. I was like, I'm not going to look it up. I'm just going to try to tell. I couldn't find my order history. I could look up the, you know, in, about this Mac. But I was like, I'm going to try to tell just by looking. And I'm I had my laptop, which I know is a retina display, and I had my iMac, and I was going from screen to screen, and I have no idea. I think this is why I don't care about 4K and 5K and everything else, because like, I'm like, I don't know. looks good to my old man well, eyes. I'm sitting in front of a 2011 iMac, which is you know a bit on the older side, and I can definitely see, especially in El Capitan, um, with the, the font, like, there are... There are some jaggies. There are some jaggy texts. I mean, it's, it's you know, like comparing it to even something like an iPad, which is a very different display, admittedly. But, like, you know, I, I notice it. It's not something I feel like I need. I just kind of want it. I hear you. Mm. And that's, I think that's true yeah. for almost everything that Apple says. I have no point. Ks. Yeah, you need some Ks. You know what else you I need, need, though? some Ks. <laughs> what, what do I need, Lex? You need to take our first ad break. Uh, let's talk about how my fantasy teams did over on FanDuel. Poorly. <laughs> um, Is it time to win more of Lex's money? So here's the fun thing. I did win, as I told you, on FanDuel. I won a dollar. Um, so that was exciting. And then uh, the next week I won another dollar. And now, so week four, I uh, I did not win. 
week four, I entered a, uh, I think it was a pool for $5,000 and it was limited to a certain number of entrants. I think that's what it was. And, but you know, I had a good team. And so what I've realized over time is the strategy is you want to pick the best players possible that other people aren't picking. So, you know, obviously, you know, FanDuel has been in the news oh, a little bit right. recently. Um, and they've taken action. They, you know, no longer can people at either company bet on the other company or whatever. But so I still think overall that these are good, you know, that, that FanDuel is a, is a good company doing a cool thing because it, it genuinely is fun. I know we kind of joke about it and how bad my teams have been on this show. But uh, <laughs> it's it's genuinely fun. If they were not a sponsor on this podcast, I would still be playing at FanDuel because I'm enjoying it. So you want to like, you want to find, it's the same thing that I'm trying to do now in my pick'em league that I have with somebody's work where you want to pick like the non-obvious choices because if everybody's picking like uh, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, then it's kind of like, it's a wash, right? Everybody has the same player. But so you try to pick like, who's the second best quarterback or the third best quarterback that nobody else is going to get? And that's how I'm $2 richer than I was when I started. So FanDuel is the leader in one-week fantasy football. The money is real. They expect Expect to pay out $2 billion this year. That's billion with like three commas. Building a team is easy. Just pick your players, stand on the salary cap, sit back on Sunday and watch your team win. Entry fee started just $1. Anyone can play, even Dan Moore. And finally, you can pay to be a fan. Last week, Wayne from Idaho, you guys know Wayne, he won 10000 oh, bucks off a $2 entry fee. Jealous. Uh, that could be you. Join him and over 1 million other users who have already won money on FanDuel. Come play with us. We're having fun every week over at FanDuel.com. Go to FanDuel.com. Click the microphone in the upper right-hand corner. Use our code REBOUND and sign up now. Special offer for new users. For every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match you with up to $200 that gets earned as you play. And it's true because they keep sending me more money each week. That's a bonus of up to $200. The offer is only good for the first 50 people that use the code REBOUND. Don't forget to use our code REBOUND. Go do it right now. FanDuel.com. F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com. Where every day is a new season. Sign up today and use that promo code REBOUND. They're going to match up to the first $200 you put in there. So our thanks to FanDuel for jumping on in on the old rebound situation. (laughs) The Rebound Situation, the name of our follow-up podcast. <laughs> um, so you're going to buy a new iMac? Is that what you're telling me, Dan? No, I don't know if I can afford it. I already bought a new iPad and a new phone, and I feel like I kind of am running out of money. Maybe I need to sign up for <laughs> FanDuel. Um, <laughs> maybe that can really subsidize my Apple technology buying habit. Um, That's good. I, yeah, That's I don't good. know. I, I mean... I have a I have a four year old iMac. It has some problems. It doesn't support handoff, which I find is kind of a bummer. Um, but it's not, you know, it works. It's okay. I, so I I don't know that I should be in a hurry to replace it. Um, but you know, but like the, the the you know the instant gratification part of me. <laughs> buy oh, buy sure, buy a new yeah, iMac. Yeah. Buy a new yeah. iMac. Um, so, the thing, but you have to. Uh, the, you know, we get into this problem with the base model again because the base oh, model, yeah, I, even yeah, with the four K, yeah, well, even with four K, still has a spinning drive in it. Yeah, that's so like, that's, that's yeah, BS. no. And they no. also reduce the amount of uh, flash memory available in the fusion drives, which is kind yeah. of irritating. Um, I understand. I presume for cost, but it's cheaper. It it is. Yeah, it's but cheaper it's to upgrade to it. Yeah, twenty four gigabytes of flash memory instead of like one hundred twenty eight. Yeah, um, which is a. I mean, if you're doing things. I mean, the fusion, the whole point of the fusion drive is it's supposed to be really smart about where it puts stuff, right? So chances are, unless you're working with gigantic files, you don't need, you know, gigabytes upon gigabytes of, of really fast storage. 
mm-hmm. um, because unless you're, you know, if you're an artist or someone who regularly works with multiple multiple gigabyte files or whatever, yeah, yeah, absolutely, that's that's a big deal. But if you're us, you probably aren't using enough stuff where it actually is going to make a difference. I would guess. I don't know. You'd have to benchmark it, but um, it's supposed to be transparent, so it's kind of hard to tell. But I, I, I mean, I've got an SSD on this, which is nice. Like, I run almost everything off an internal SSD, which is 256. Uh, and I frequently end up running pretty close to it. But that's because I do a lot of, like, the podcast editing and stuff that does require large, you know, raw audio files and things like that. But it also has an internal terabyte drive that I can dump a lot of stuff onto. So. <laughs> I think I think Marco was pointing this out that there's that that not only is it a is it a spinning drive it's a 5400 RPM spinning drive where do they like, even get that yeah. yeah I think that's what he said it was like really oh my god that's terrible yeah I I don't I don't know storage is so cheap it seems dumb to like use a 5400 because uh, really a 7200 is gonna kill you I mean if you're using a hard drive anyways yeah true. But yeah, I mean, but I mean that yeah, that is basically the thing though. Well, it's like I would not buy any. I don't think I would yeah. buy a machine at all with a spinning drive in it oh, anymore. No. I mean, where I mean, my my Mac Mini does have one, but then again, it doesn't. And I, and I notice it when I'm like screen sharing into it and doing stuff. It is surprisingly sluggish for a computer that is a relatively speedy computer. Um, but you know, at the same time, it, it basically serves up a lot of media and stuff, so it doesn't need to be super fast in everyday mm-hmm. interactions. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like this is intermediate step in the same way that last year the 5K iMac was, like, a separate thing from, like, the 27-inch iMac. This year all of the 27-inch iMacs are Retina. Um, so I feel like maybe this is the intermediate step for the 21-inch, and next year the whole 21-inch line yeah. will go Retina and probably SSD, I would guess. Um, uh, but I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised uh, if they keep the if they keep a low-end um yeah they've done that in the past non-retina yeah for like for like education because I mean, they don't they yeah they don't School make kids don't need fast computers <laughs> screw those ones. that's right 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 screw them stay in school kids <laughs> and enjoy your slow computer so, so lex you don't want any of this stuff no this stuff just i, I do kind of want some of it like i certainly want the magic trackpad but i just i have a magic trackpad and i've been using my yeah. laptop way more than i'm using my imac i think that's the other thing for me recently yeah right like, that's I, that's why i just don't i'm not i'm not that i have interested. a souped up imac i should be using it every day but it's like i got this laptop and it goes with me everywhere I know I'm going to have to deal with some other. I'm going to have to. You have to deal with transition pain if you switch between computers. Now, I don't care how much Dropbox and iCloud and everything else you're using. It's still annoying because the tabs aren't mirrored, and that yeah. I think has become the biggest issue. Like, and there's iCloud tabs, but it's not the same thing. God damn it! Yeah. And so, uh, I think that's uh, like certainly. Magic Trackpad looks cool. I'm interested. The Magic Keyboard I have no use for, no interest in because my solar keyboard is doing just fine. But the IMAX is like, yeah, they keep making them better and better. I get it. I never use mine, so it's okay. I feel guilty still because I have a 27-inch cinema display that I hook my laptop up to, except most of the time when I'm sitting at a desk, it's at the iMac. And there just isn't room on this desk for the 27-inch display. So I have a 27-inch display that sits around and I almost never use, which I, I did use it for a long time when the laptop was the only thing I had. Uh, but when I got the iMac, I started using that more because it was a more powerful machine than the laptop I had at the time. Uh, but now I'm looking. It looks very forlorn over there. <laughs> I feel bad. Aw. Yeah. Poor, poor, poor little 27-inch display. Whenever I buy anything <laughs> for my wife, it's forlorn. Oh, God. Oh my god! <laughs> Beep. <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, here's here's this. 
I'm going to allow that moment to be a transition since we were talking about Tweetbot before. Uh, and uh, somebody or other was had a blog post about this fairly recently, too. I am not a fan of the built-in Safari web view Oh, the thing. Safari view controller? The Safari view controller. And so, like, as soon as the new Tweetbot came out, of course, I bought it right away before I read any reviews. I would do that in an instant because I spend 80% of my <laughs> iPhone time in Tweetbot. 80% of your day. Yeah. Let's, let's be I'm, fair. I, I do nothing with Tweet. I'm Tweetbotting right now. Tweeting bot, I think, is the verb. But so, mm-hmm. the um, Tweetbot's in law. And so, I... Uh, but so they use the Safari View controller, which has that done button. And the done button, of course, vanishes as you scroll for some reason. And it used to be in TweetBot in prior versions that you could swipe uh, swipe from the left edge of the phone towards the right to push away the web view you were looking at and go back to the rest of TweetBot. Since they're using the view controller, you can't do that anymore. And uh, I don't like it. And it's not TweetBot's fault, right? It's the view controller's fault. But I'm curious if you right, guys have right. view controller hate as well yes. or if I'm alone. Uh, no, I I noticed that same thing, although I didn't really understand the reason yeah, for Yeah, I had the same as John. But I, I think, I mean, could that be fixed by Apple simply incorporating that as a gesture? They can't Is that, I don't, because you use that, navi- that as web page navigation. Oh, back and forth. So it's a problem. Yeah. Uh, to me, one ideal easier fix than most you know given the limitations of what they have as options is put the done button on the bottom left the right. problem is putting stuff on the top right of the giant phones makes no sense yeah you can't nobody can reach it and like i've been i had tweet tweetbot's settings to open links in safari now instead of keeping them within tweetbot because then at least i have a top left button to go back because you get the ios 9 back to tweetbot thing Oh, and mm. I can reach the top left a little bit more quickly than I can reach the top right. <laughs> right. Um, but it's it's not a solution. I don't I, These phones, even putting the back to Tweetbot button there, whatever they call that button, Snapback, is that what they're calling it? No, that was the old Safari feature. <laughs> is there a name for that feature in iOS? Uh, it's Quick like the back app to navigation. Feature, breadcrumbs. I don't know what but they call it. Even putting that at the top left is, you know, it's, it's, it's getting harder and harder to put anything that you want to use a lot up there because you can't reach up there. Well, and I get annoyed by that thing, too, because if I use, I use search from, like, the home screen to open apps sometimes, yeah. and then you've got the whole – it's there all the time. It's back to search, and it's like, well, I can't see if I'm on Wi-Fi. I can't <laughs> yeah. see if I'm on cellular. I can't see what my signal's like. So I end up quitting out and then finding the app and then <laughs> opening it, and I'm like, okay, that was dumb. <laughs> um but I don't know how – I feel like I talked to – I feel like we talked about this at one point. Um, in fact, I, I think it was in one of the, the Guy English yes. sessions, as we call That's it. Right. Um, <laughs> and, I, and, and I'm not sure – you know, as Guy pointed out, I don't think that there is a better solution necessarily for that particular, you know, use case uh, other than, you know – I don't know. You could make it an option, but that seems dumb. I, I don't feel like think it should go away after a certain number of minutes. Like yeah, it, I wonder about you're, you're that committed. too. But then how many? Right. Yeah, yeah, like I think with like Netflix, it should like there's there's things where it's like I don't open up Netflix for like 20 seconds to check something. Generally, yeah. I open it up to watch something. Like to me, so I think it should I be just smarter. Want, you know, I can't come up with a situation where after 60 seconds I still need quick access to go back. Maybe two minutes. I don't know. But you're right. There's there's like if I clicked on something in Tweetbot and then I was reading it in Safari and it was a longer article. And now I've lost the back to, I guess the thing is, it's so, it's not that it's unpredictable because you know exactly when it is and is not there, but 
or what causes it to be there or not be there. But I think that most of us don't contextualize, how did I just get into this app? Like you lose yourself in whatever you're doing. So sometimes I look for the back to when it wouldn't make sense for it to be there just because I'm so used to it being there, if you know what I mean. Because I don't remember how I got into Safari. I'm immersed in whatever (laughs) article I'm reading. Well, and I will say that, (laughs) the you know, not to completely, uh, you know, speak harshly of the Safari view controller. I think that there are the advantages there for me outweigh the disadvantage of not being able to find the done button which is that it can take advantage of all the stuff Safari can do. So I often had problems with the old version of Tweetbot where you would open a link and it would just take for so long to load yeah. in the like standard web controller. You'd be like, you, screw it. I'm just going to open it in Safari. So at least it, it seems like it's much speedier for me and it seems like it's much more reactive and you know it can take advantage of better JavaScript processing and what have you. Um, which is great, but yeah, that is a, it seems like something that could be fixed with a little bit of UI refinement, even if it meant developers could simply implement, you know, an option to have the toolbar not go away as you scroll. There you go. But even that, it's still too high, man. That button's still too high. You know, deal with it. Well, you bought a giant phone. phone Yeah, the phone's too big is the problem. (laughs) The phone's Ah, curmudgeonly stuff. Why is this phone literally covering my entire lawn? Have you guys spent any time thinking that maybe you should do the plus? (laughs) No. Every time. (laughs) You know what? I literally have this reaction every time. I'm on the train or the plane or something like that, and I look over. I see somebody, like, browsing, like, on a giant phone. I'm like, oh, is that, like, an Android phone? Oh, no, it's a giant iPhone. (laughs) And I'm always taken aback every single time because I I assume it's, like, some sort of Samsung Galaxy supernova giant massive black hole thing. (laughs) What I want is... To have my phone have that big display, but fold up to an iPhone 4S size somehow. <laughs> like I want the screen to. That's not unreasonable. Okay, all okay, that's not unreasonable at all. I have a solution for you. <laughs> oh God! Two two iPhone 4s glued to, like with a hinge. In oh, the middle. that is an idea. Mm. Yeah, and you could do the. It's like a little book. Terrible like idea. That would be nice. Absolute, yeah, yeah, absolutely terrible. There you idea. go. Yeah. I'm sure everybody's working on like foldable scenes and stuff oh, because there is a there is a somebody problem with, is with how big you can make a phone before it becomes I, I you can't go any bigger than the success plus right like you can't oh, like I'm reassure me guys oh. reassure me you can't go bigger than that right it's I'm not re- that many I, no then. no no there's the sky's the limit Dan <laughs> literally the size of the yeah, sky the sky, is the the sky phone <laughs> in the future you will carry around a phone that projects across the entire sky you know, people will compete against each other to see who can project their image you know what's, you know what's great on the sky though missile command that is super fun on a sky size display oh, okay if, if the right. phone is is in the sky that's really powered by cloud technology <gasps> speaking of which i see what you did there software delivers cloud built to perform you guys know Softlayer. Actually, Dan and John and I were talking before we started recording the show, and we wrote a, a jingle for Softlayer. Dan, do you want to sing it? Oh, sure. Softlayer. It's nice, right? It's nice. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. You're, um, you can have yeah. that one for free, Softlayer. <laughs> your business applications <laughs> and computational workloads are unique, like Dan's jingle. So you deserve cloud resources that meet your specific needs. Softlayer is one of the only cloud providers that provisions dedicated servers and virtual servers from a single seamless platform, all on demand, connected to the same open API, connected to a global private network, and they allow you to scale your workloads up and down quickly with ample space for your storage-intensive tasks. Tasks to 
word. SoftLayer is an IBM company. In fact, <laughs> IBM uses SoftLayer as its cloud infrastructure foundation for all IBM cloud products and services. Even if you're not looking for infrastructure, guess what? You can still benefit from soft layer infrastructure when you use platform or software services for IBM Cloud. All of our listeners have the opportunity to get $500 of cloud infrastructure by visiting softlayer.com slash podcast. You can order bare metal servers, virtual servers, storage, networking, and security services from your choice of data center. They have 24 of them all around the world. All of those servers and services are connected to SoftLayer's unique network of networks, which separates public, private, and management traffic, ensuring the traffic to and from your cloud infrastructure travels as efficiently as possible. You can automate and control your cloud infrastructure with a granular API, my favorite kind of API, or in the easy-to-use SoftLayer customer portal. Visit softlayer.com slash podcast to get started with $500 off server, storage, network, and security on a cloud built to perform from Soft, Soft Layer. dot com slash podcast. Our thanks to Soft Layer for uh, their support of the rebound. <laughs> We can't top that. Did we, we overdo it? I think maybe we overdid it a little. I think we're just getting started. Okay. All right. Well, all right. No, I think it's good, though. I think it's, uh, I, I think that we've got something there. I think we've got gold. Nailed it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Rose gold? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> Never. Never rose gold. Uh, uh, have you guys uh, tweeted at the Apple Music Support uh, Twitter account yet? Uh, no. Have you gone? Have you gone to the... Apple help. Twitter is it just account. Eddie? The Q? Apple Music help. <laughs> it's Eddie's shirt. <laughs> it's an animated Eddie shirt that uh, responds to you, I believe. What kind of questions does it answer is my question. Does it answer that question? What kind of questions do you answer? I want to see. I gotta, I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find it to see if it, what, the, uh, what the questions are that have been asked so, so far. I'm going to guess that most of them are sarcastic. <laughs> so what, what's the point. Twitter handle for them? Uh, I'm trying to find it's it. It's like Apple Music Help or something. Help! Apple Music! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Apple Music Help. <laughs> help! Help! I have Apple Music. Yeah, how do I get rid of it? Um, no, because I'm not on Apple Music anymore. Wow, they I are left. sending out a lot of answers already. So the, the system works is what you're saying? We'd like to get everything straightened out. Could you DM us some I details? Just, like, hey, Tobias, can you request... You can request to add a song at this link. Oh, That's man. unusual. That's the worst... <laughs> the DMing the details is the worst. Oh, yeah, yeah well, I understand us. why you don't want to broadcast that all over Twitter, though. So, you know, right. six and one uh, half times the other. Yeah, you don't want people to know that you're listening to Right Said Fred. <laughs> <laughs> the um, hell I don't. <laughs> Speaking of music in general, have you guys listened to the Hamilton soundtrack? Are you on board with that yes, situation? Yes, I have, I have listened to the I Hamilton have soundtrack. My girlfriend is obsessed with the Hamilton soundtrack, so I've heard it several times now. Is is Dan Moore sounding like shit to you, John Waltz, or just me? Yes, he is. Yeah. No, he's sounding Dan, like. You got to uh, stop downloading uh, whatever BitTorrent you're. Yeah, whatever you're downloading. I'm downloading. Yeah, right, right. Stop your, I'm doing the download. Stop your Doctor Who download, and I don't even know what's happening right now. Get on, get on the podcast. <laughs> it's, it's like it's not even Robot Dan because it's like it's yeah. poorly performing Robot Dan because it's not even communicating <laughs> in any way that you can understand. You know what Dan needs? Soft layer. Soft layer. <laughs> <laughs> And now we've lost I'm pretty sure he's just gone. Yeah. I'm here. I'm just trying to figure stuff out. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, 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 you sound like, you sound like shit. 
I feel like our listeners will only appreciate how great this is if he uses one of our tracks for his audio versus his mic. We should totally do that, at least for part of it, yeah. yeah. He's the one who has to edit it, so it's not our problem. Uh, yeah, that's right, exactly. We can just make that decision for him. Yeah, and he can't stop it because we can't understand what he's saying. <laughs> he feels like he can't jump in because wow. he sounds like crap. They're getting Absolute a crap. lot of tweets. Holy crap, people had a lot of pent-up questions. So, uh, I don't know. I kind of quipped. Well, yeah, I quipped. I did. Uh, <laughs> you are that, um, if you see a, a Twitter help account that, you, you know, they blew it. <laughs> um, which, you know, is, I mean, I think it's probably good that they did this given where they are now, but at the same time, if it worked the way it should work, they probably wouldn't need this. Is kind of my thought. I don't know. Only I, I challenge you because okay. like Netflix. All right. has well, that's Netflix that's helps. what that's what makes great podcasting. So please go right. Netflix ahead. has Netflix helps, and you know it's when you have random issues, and I like it when a Twitter account does that because it means the company's being a little bit more approachable about real time support. I think it's a nice thing for Apple. I think we should commend them and not condemn them. <laughs> but don't you think it's? I mean, given that they're they don't really have any of the anything like this for anything else. That it's a sign that they feel that they need to do it. They need to reach out in particular on this service. I guess. Why do you have to make everything sound like you've done? <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, I think that it's because it's maybe their biggest consumer facing subscription product, if not their only. It, mm, well, I guess, I guess for pay subscription. Probably. Right. Like they need one for iCloud. They just don't have it. <laughs> yeah, no. And they should, right. They should, they, yeah. That's, that would be another example where they p- would probably also benefit from having one. <laughs> Although they really wouldn't, right? Because nobody could handle that volume of tweets. There's, <laughs> at iCloud. And there's help. probably, the and I get the feeling on? there's, there's nothing anybody can do <laughs> yeah, about it either. Nobody knows the answer either. Like, where are my photos and how many do you keep and for how long? We have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> Actually, pause on that for a second. Do you know the answer to that question? If somebody's using the iCloud photo library, I do not know the answer to any of those questions. How long are they stored? How many do they keep? Is it all of your photos? Is it a thousand most recent? I, I honestly don't know anymore what the rule is on photos. Well, it's all all of your photos up to whatever your limit is, right? Oh, so it's just based your, on your the date. Your, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's still not with us. He's trying. Dan is just gone. Now. He's good. He's trying to trying to reconnect. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if we can get Guy. <laughs> <laughs> is he signed into Skype? Because it would be pretty hilarious to, to call him unscheduled. <laughs> I'm gonna try to add him. Let's he's look. away, but I'm Let's gonna try look. to add him. Oh, he's away. Okay. Maybe it'll ring. Well, it's, not gonna, it's not gonna iPhone. work. <laughs> He's no less not in this call than Dan. <laughs> oh, oh man. You know what? <laughs> Maybe Dan is talking to um, Apple Music. That's... Actually, I'm going to tweet it out. Maybe Apple that's help. We need, like a Skype. We need a Skype, Apple Music we need a Skype help. help. Dan Morin was part of Rebound <laughs> Cast while we talked about Apple Music. Is this your, is this your doing? <laughs> now he is gone. What gives? <laughs> CC D. Morin. Please follow us and DM us details in order, Are you in order to us? get help. Why? Well, uh, without Guy English or Dan Morin, it's just you and me. I don't know if we can handle that. Do we have anything else to talk about? What else is going <laughs> Did on anything else world? happen this week? I feel like there's other things. Um, have you seen... Have you seen um, 
with computer show. Yeah. I have only seen that it exists and that I can already tell I love it, but I haven't watched it. Yes. Yet. It's pretty funny. It's it's a brilliance. You want to tell our listeners um, so, what it all what's what it is so all. So Adam Lisagor's sandwich video has created a uh tech talk show set in nineteen eighty three that interviews founders of two thousand fifteen. So which kind of threw me at the beginning because I wasn't exactly sure. I it starts out and it looks like just like it's a tech show from 1983 or mocking a tech show from 1983. And, and then these other people came on and I was thinking, Oh, they kind of ran out of people who they could get to look like people from 1983, but the guests aren't supposed to look like they're from 1983 because they're, it's a 1983 tech show interviewing current people. So, but it's pretty, it's, uh, it's delightful. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah. Anachronism. Yes, I can. So I can imagine. So run, run, do not walk to, uh, to view to that. And I will, yeah. Uh, and it's on producthunt.com slash tech slash computer dash show. Right. If you're looking for it. And, and I hope, I hope they make them frequently because they're really, that's the first one's still very Are good. there ads in there or are they just doing this out of the goodness of their hearts? Um, I'm trying to remember there were, there were definitely joke ads in there. Uh, and I can't remember if there was actually a real ad in there. I mean, so, you know, I mean, but the thing is an interview of, of an actual service. Yep. So maybe they're the advertisers. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think maybe that's the way it works. I'll allow it. Yeah. Um, interesting. And so the only other tech thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, <laughs> Dan's connection. Remember when, uh, <laughs> Jack came back to Twitter and then he fired everybody? <laughs> I vaguely remember that. That was yesterday, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, so, how many three hundred and something people? Something like that. A lot of people. Yeah. And I, I would even wager, probably a good decision overall for the, On of the company. It does sound like um, it didn't happen very well, where like people's email accounts simply got shut off, and that's how they found out they were fired. Yeah, I guess it was a little clumsy. Well, some. I'm guessing that some of them were not working in the office, right? Because other, I mean, otherwise it wouldn't have been that way. I mean, there wouldn't be any reason for it to be that way. I mean, somebody would get approached by their manager and <laughs> gently taken aside, and then asked to clear out their desk while someone watched them <laughs> and then escorted from escorted from the building. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. So that seems. Yeah, I. I mean. <laughs> I've heard that before, but I think that that usually happens in remote situations where like one instance we had a contractor working for us at the place where I used to work and, and she, you know, tried to log on to her, her work email and couldn't get on and then called, called the tech support, <laughs> called their car company's tech support. And they said, the guy was just like, I got, a, I got, all I know is I got, I got told to shut all these email accounts down. <laughs> Super and that's how awkward. she found out that she was getting downsized. <laughs> wow. That's fun. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. get it. It's what I hope Jack does. And obviously he wouldn't have to do it publicly. Um, although it couldn't hurt in my mind. Uh, but you know, it was set forth a vision. Tell us like what's happening now. Cause I'm, yeah. uh, his email where he's like, Hey, we're firing a bunch of people. And also we're doing great things like moments. Like, I don't know. Twitter moments does nothing for me. It didn't do anything for me either, but I mean, I figured that's, you know, that was in the works before he right. was put back into place. Right. So that was just something that was already done and his, his actual effect has not been 
felt yet other than maybe some layoffs. <laughs> but that probably also had to happen anyway. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. I agree all the way. So, yeah. So I wouldn't blame it all on him. No, I I blame most of it on Ev. <laughs> <laughs> good idea. Uh, always a good always a good policy. Just so you know, I I did I messaged Dan Warren to ask if he had died and he said in fact Comcast uh-huh. did. So Dan will be okay. His internet connection will not. Oh, is that thing that he said, what happens when you die? (laughs) (laughs) He did not actually. He specifically said Comcast shit the bed. Yes. (laughs) This episode is also brought to you by Comcast, shitting the bed since 1993. I think that is what happens when you die. (laughs) (laughs) What I understand. Bloop, bloop. Well, I mean, we've learned a lot today, John. Sure. No, I know. Yeah. We, we... Soft layers. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll has... be the after. That'll be the after music. <laughs>